0: From the Cycling Independent, this is The Pace Line, the podcast on two wheels. I'm Patrick Brady, and with me is my co-host, John Robot Lewis. Each week, we take a look at how cycling fits in our lives. Um So, uh are, are you eating as much Halloween candy as I am?
1: <laughs> well, uh, as it turns out, very few children trick-or-treat in a pandemic, so we still have a bowl of Halloween candy in the kitchen. Um... I'm not indulging very much. <laughs> I've had two pieces of Halloween candy thus far.
0: I uh, I think I've had three. Yeah. It's two or three. Both uh, packets of uh, peanut M&Ms, and two of those are still less than one normal packet. And I normally buy the sharing size of peanut M&Ms. Yeah. So... In my math, I'm ahead of the curve right now, and I'm also fortunate that my boys love sugar, and so they're really not sharing much with me. They're trading candy back and forth, and they've worked out a point system based on the rarer uh, and more desirable something is. It's a five-point <laughs> system, and apparently the white chocolate Reese's Cup is a five-pointer. Wow. Wow.
1: That is, I would give that negative one because it has got white.
0: Yeah, I white chocolate to me is like not chocolate.
1: Right, Uh, that's like I would rather eat a pencil eraser.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's mostly wax. That's how they make it white. Wax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, it's. I was talking to them about this last night because I was afraid that my eldest was actually railroading the younger one (laughs) into like forking over all his really good candy. And it turns out, no, it was very collaborative. And they're both entirely happy with the situation. It's, I mean, it's almost like the candy
1: has become a currency between the two of them. I like that a lot. And I like that they're adhering to like a system.
0: That these two boys have worked out a system. You would not believe it if you looked at their room.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I find that. I mean, my kids are, uh, neither of my kids went trick-or-treating this year. They're of an age that that's no longer a thing. (laughs) Um, But they have certainly been grazing on our candy bowl. And even, um, you know, in their teen years are willing to punch each other over, you know, certain pieces of candy. (laughs) It hasn't come to that, but it's always out there.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Matthew did bite Philip uh, a couple of days ago. Oh. So that was lovely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get your rabies shots, kids. Um, so all of yeah. this talk about Halloween candy means that we should certainly be talking about Christmas, right? Uh, Yeah, I mean, from a commercial
0: standpoint, that that scans. Now that Halloween is over, it's officially Christmas season.
1: Right, so we'll skip right over what we're grateful for. <laughs> And get to brass tacks, the stuff we want, and the stuff we want for cycling. Well, we will get to
0: gratitude, but we have to wait, you know, the better part of this month. Right. Yeah. But you you have to covet before you can be grateful. I
1: think that's what the calculus is. That could be. A brief spasm of gratitude later. I like it. (laughs) Mostly spasm. Mostly spasm. So tell me what's on your list. Tell me about your list. Tell me what's on it. Well, OK,
0: um, so some years
1: ago when I was in undergraduate
0: school, my mom asked me for more than some wish- years
1: ago, by the way. But go on <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bunch of years ago. Uh, yeah. My mom asked me for a Christmas wish list. She did that most every year. But for whatever reason, that year I had this pretty detailed itemized list. Um, It involved an awful lot of things that glowed in the dark. Mm. I cannot and will not explain that. Um, Anyway, when Christmas rolled around, she had gotten me like two of a dozen items on my list. And when I asked her why she bothered to ask me what I wanted, if she wasn't really going to buy, you know, hardly any of it, uh, her response was, well, how fun would it be if I got you everything you asked for? (laughs) And, you know, I stood there slack jawed for a moment and then I said, well, how about this next time? Just let me suffer through the disappointment of getting all the things that I asked for. <laughs> let, just let me try, you know, sampling that that sort of dissatisfaction and right. see just how awful the suffering is. Uh, so since then, if there's something I want for Christmas, I mostly just purchase it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm honest, I may or may not wait until winter. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: I mean, can we, we should all, we should, before we get deep into your list... Mm-hmm. We should say Christmas for grown-ups is kind of I mean come on. Right? Well,
0: I really I uh, I really like purchasing Christmas presents for people I care about.
1: Yeah, but that's different than I don't know. I just think, you know, getting something thoughtful for someone that you care for is nice. But the idea that you would, um, you know, get that you would have a list and things that you want and get like all that stuff. Like we're grown ups. Like we just buy that stuff. Right. Yo, oh, yeah. 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 Totes. That's what I'm saying. Totes. Yeah. But yeah, let's all pre- right. let's pretend we're eight. Let's go. Let's pretend we're eight. And yeah. um, these are the these are our big ticket items. Well, I'm all ai I'll just go on the record and say I'm a
0: very precocious eight. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to begin with winter reading, uh, being Gary Fisher. I can assure you there's not (laughs) another story like it in cycling. Um, and I don't think the sport will ever generate a more interesting character if they do, or if we have, I don't know who it is. And, I'll add that one of the joys of this book, normally I don't like text treated as a graphic element uh, and Mm. stuff, you know, text is text and design is design and never the twain shall intersect, but it is a beautiful book. And, uh, one could maybe wonder if the graphic designer was uh, doing some of the same things that Gary Fisher was doing back in the day when he was a roadie for the dead. Uh, He he wasn't actually a roadie for the dead, but he was hanging out with them and hanging out with people who were roadies for the dead. It's a really, really cool book. Um, Okay, next up, the Donnelly Sports USH, uh, Donnelly Cycling USH in the 40 millimeter width yep this continues to be my absolute most favorite gravel tire on the market it rolls really quickly on the pavement and at 40 millimeters wide it gives me really good traction in the dirt um surprisingly so great tire solid
1: classic It deserves to become a classic. Modern classic. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Don, if you need some copywriting, just give me a shout. I've got, (laughs) I've got pithy (laughs) phrases like modern classic coming out of my ears. What else? There you you go. Um, SNS couplers.
0: Uh, I don't currently have an old titanium or steel frame hanging in my garage anymore going unused. Uh, But if I did, that's the thing that I would do with it. Uh, I would send it out uh, to Belenke or if it was steel, maybe Steve Rex um, and have them install s couplers to make traveling easier. Um, and until you've traveled with an s coupled bike in a case that is half the size of a normal travel case, it's really difficult to appreciate what an astounding improvement that is to the travel experience. Uh It's not cheap, you know, between the couplers and then the labor and then getting some amount of repainting done. If it's steel, you can drop a thousand dollars on that. Oh, easy. Um, easy, Yeah. 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 Uh, but the thing is, if you're flying like uh Southwest or United or, you know, some of the other carriers uh you won't, Uh, Well, you'll pay for, you'll pay a standard bag fee with United, but with Southwest, if it's one of your two checked bags, you don't pay anything at all. You will make that money back, you know, five, six trips uh, if you were traveling with any of the carriers uh, that actually charge for oversized uh, luggage. And so it's, I think it's a pretty dynamite investment. Uh, in general, I think people don't travel with their bikes enough. So my next item is failing that the <laughs> Thule Round Trip Pro XT. Uh, it's one of my favorite carriers um, on the market because the frame that you actually lock the bike to uh, has this attachment that then uses the side supports as legs. It becomes a bike stand. You end up with a stand to reassemble your bike with, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's really dynamite. I don't know that it's the most secure carrier out there should, say, you know, one of the um, uh, less judicious baggage handlers were to be in a mood. Um, it might not result really well. But if people are being careful it's it's a really dynamite case plus when you get at home the things that stiffen the sides you can take out it folds up into a very small thing it does not continue to take up all of that space like so many other carriers um a little clothing you sure. got winter coming up uh the pearl Izumi men's pro amphib shell uh this thing keeps the cold and the water out and you still have three pockets in the back. You're not reaching through some kind of jacket, you know, this plus like a good long sleeve base layer. It'll take you right down to freezing. Um, I, I am a big fan of this product and unlike some of the other similar products, it's a little less expensive. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a little easier to find, uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Similarly, the sportful Fiandre No Rain bib short. You know me, I am a big, big fan of thermal bibs shorts because mm-hmm. you can wear them with knee warmers, you can wear them without, you can wear them with full leg warmers. Uh, it's a much more versatile piece than either getting full tights or knickers. So I would rather have the bib shorts with the fleecy fleece on the inside then try to do something longer and also the pad stays exactly where it's supposed to and that's always been a problem with both tights um tights with the pad integrated and knickers um so not a fan of those um and uh those tend to be in pretty ready supply because sportful still hasn't made the kind of impact here that frankly they ought they deserve to yeah
1: sportful made us our cycling independent kits the ones yes. that uh, we wear um a very handsome uh kit and they're fantastic it was it's the first uh sportful kit that i've owned and i've been really really pleasantly surprised with it it does it does some things um or it hits a sweet spot, I should say, that I always love in a in any bike product where it does just enough, but not too much.
0: Mm-hmm, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean?
1: I I, I yeah. tend any any bib or jersey or whatever that kind of tries to pack too many features in. I'm I'm not really I don't really need it's solving problems I don't need solved. This one just <laughs> does what it's supposed to do. Right, right, yeah.
0: Straight into the point is sometimes uh really the way to go. Yeah. I continue to do most of my writing by myself. Uh, and given the number of books there are on the market that I want to get through, um, I would advocate for a subscription to audible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I get through so many more books in a year. Thanks to that. Because anytime I'm on on a long drive, uh, you know, most of my rides. uh, Mountain biking. I am even listening to books on mountain bike rides, which I didn't think I would do. Now, I'll admit that every now and then I get to the bottom of a descent and I have to back the thing (laughs) up two minutes
1: because I was too busy going (laughs) whee. Yeah, I can't imagine. I can't imagine... I could, for me, this, that would be a trainer play, Mm -hmm. you know, the weather is just so grim and terrible. I would definitely listen to a book on the trainer, but I don't think out in the real world, that's a move for me, but I hear what you're saying. I, you know, and the
0: funny thing is I didn't think it was a move for me either. Mm. And then one day I was just so tired of my own head. Uh, you know, <laughs> this can was, relate to that. <laughs> you know, we were two months into the pandemic and I hadn't ridden with anyone else, yeah. you know, in at least two months. And uh, I was like, OK, I'm going to get on the bike path and I'm going to put on a book. And m- my big opposition to earbuds and road riding has always been, you know, you get the music on, you can't hear anything that's going on around you. I can still hear the traffic just fine when I'm listening to a book, mm. and so that concern for me fell by the wayside. And so now I'll sometimes, you know, go out, do three hours, and get halfway through a book. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's uh, it's reasonably awesome. Uh, uh, this one, this is the sort of thing I could actually see. You know, if I had a partner who was a cyclist and we were doing adventures together. I could actually see this as like a real, uh, Christmas present, a tour from Western Spirit cycling adventures. Some years back, uh, six, seven, no, uh, eight. (laughs) Oops. Wow. Time. Huh? Uh, eight years back. I did their Umpqua river trail, uh, tour, which is kind of central Oregon. You start sort of near, uh, near crater lake and you travel uh west dropping elevation over the five days of the tour it was so well run the food was so good uh they kept us stocked up in beer the other people on the trip were a delight uh our next to last day somebody did break his collarbone which was a total bummer um but uh it was a it was just a really wonderful trip. um now, since I've done that one, a place that I had talked with uh uh one of the owners, Mark Sevenoff, uh, Oak Ridge in also kind of central Oregon, near Eugene, uh they finally secured permits to do a bike tour there, and it's a place he had talked about to me previously um and Man, that would be a cool trip to do. Um, I have a couple of, shall we say, um, aspirational or imaginary items on my list. All right. Well, we, we have room. We have room for that. Okay. Uh, I'd really like a zinc oxide with an SPF of 200 that <laughs> dries clear and lasts for nine hours. <laughs>
1: And doesn't, doesn't cause birth defects in mice. Um, okay. <laughs> or me. <laughs> SPF of 200. Yes. All right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's made uh, of it's,
1: sand from the dark side of the moon. Something like, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um,
0: yeah. I just don't want to look like Frankie Andreu did in the 1992 Tour de France. Oh, uh, all right. Or 93 or 94, where... He had the white zinc oxide
1: on his nose. You could always huh. pick him out in the peloton. I think that's a fantastic look. I really, I enjoy that, and I'm for it. And I would even uh, rock it myself. You know, at this point in my life, I'm, I might, yeah, I, I could see
0: myself doing something like
1: that. I've already, still, re- I've already reproduced. What have I got to lose? <laughs> I've done all the reproducing e- I'm gonna do. Exactly. Unless it's asexual, I guess. You know, we should not do that on podcast. That should be video. But go on. What else, what else is on your list?
0: Um, the metabolism of a thirty five year old.
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I you know it'd be nice to be as strong as the thirty five year old. But really, my vanity uh says the metabolism of a thirty five year old. All right. Yeah. I'd also really love a personal mechanic for a year. <laughs> I've been um. Having some trouble bleeding some GRX brakes. And given the amount of time I've devoted to this, I I had to I had to bleed them from the ground up. They were completely empty. Mm. And uh man, there's still air in there. I'm having (laughs) real trouble with it. Uh and so I'm at a point where it's like, yeah, I think handing my bike off to someone else and just not worrying about it for like just give me a break for one year. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, Okay, this last one, not imaginary at all, except for the part where I become a badass mountain biker. Ninja Mountain Bike Camp, their skill clinics, uh, what I've heard from people I know who've been, they're absolutely incredible, and they offer them all over the country. Um, There are so few states, in fact, that don't offer them where they're not putting them on that if someone lives in a state where they don't offer them at least two neighboring states do except in the case of Delaware where you only have one neighboring
1: state Delaware's not a real state but go on yes
0: uh i, I yeah i'm dying to do one or more of their clinics um they start a little over $200 i think it's $239 they go up to more than 800 if you're doing a two-day clinic um but you know depending on just what you want to work on what your ability level is they've got something for everybody which means they could even help me (laughs) because i am an
1: everybody yeah yeah i also am an everybody and a nobody simultaneously there's a zen koan for you (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> i'll puzzle that out on my ride later today yeah 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 pause your book and give that some thought yeah all right what's on your list um uh, my list is similar to yours in that there are some real things and some aspirational things but i'm gonna start with the night rider lumina duel 1800 mm. Uh, mm. i love lumens well, um, that one's going to give you a lot of lumens to love. There's a lot of lumens there. And my Knight Rider lights have all outlasted similar lights from their competitors. There's yeah. a lot of good lights out there. Uh, and I've enjoyed a lot of them. The Knight Riders have lasted the best for me and and worked and behaved as uh, new longer than any others. Oh, good to know. Yeah. And, you know, up to and including me hurling them off the bike at speed inadvertently, watching them skitter across the pavement and or through the underbrush, (laughs) uh, and then going back on the bike and continuing to function. So Mm -hmm. there are sort of sleeker designs and there's, you know, more focused like there's a lot of ways to think about a uh a high lumen headlight uh i'm just saying that i on balance i think night rider gets it right so Hmm. lumina dual 1800 and that's a mountain bike brightness you know like you can mountain bike confidently with a light like that i think you can get away with fewer lumens on the road um yeah yeah but but i like that Hmm. Uh, very cool second thing on my list uh would be any stupid cycling industry website that doesn't blast me with a stupid pop-up to join their mailing list before I've even had the chance to read a word of their homepage. (laughs) Back in the day (laughs) when we were first developing websites, and I was like writing HTML before there were HTML editors, the big no-no, the big no-no was to hit a user with a pop-up. Uh, before yeah, they'd had a chance. Go? What happened to that rule? Yeah. Everywhere you go now, like I don't know if I want to be on your mailing list. I just got here. Like, <laughs> stop trying to sleep with me. Buy me dinner first. A- have you, know? you tried this website called The Cycling Independent? Uh, it's true. It's true. We don't. <laughs> we do. We don't do that. And I'll add to my my rant slash Christmas wish. If you're clicking through from Instagram and look, I've developed websites. I know that you know where I'm coming from. If you're clicking through from in Instagram, the sin is magnified by about 10 because people, you know, you see the Instagram ad for the thing that you want and you're like, oh, I want that. And against my better judgment, I swipe up to go to their website. And as soon as they show me the thing, blam, I get this pop up. I'm like, I'm on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Why are you doing yeah. this to me? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, that is one
0: of the things about our site that I'm proud. We (laughs) did away with all the things that we don't like about other people's sites. It's true. You know, no blinking ads, no rotating whatever's while you're trying to read copy, distracting you away from the copy.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Let me bring it back to earth. Um, Okay. Craft sports, cross country ski pants and or wind front tights. Oh. The cycling uh-huh. industry will make you winter cycling stuff, but the cross-country ski world has better solutions <laughs> and more ready. And Kraft does a lot of these really nice ones. I own like four or five different flavors um for a very reasonable price. So yeah. If you are broaching the uh, idea of riding through the winter for the first time or the 10th time and you don't yet own a pair of craft storm tights or or any of their other, even the pants uh, uh, for riding around town, I highly recommend those. Very cool. Very cool. Next on my list would be a charismatic and unreproachable pro rider to reignite my love of pro racing. Oh, you mean you want
0: Taylor Finney to come out of retirement?
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, the only trick is that he would have to win like a lot of races. I just we need what we need is kind of the forgive me, but the anti Lance, we need Mm, someone uh who is, you know demonstrably pure it's a this is such a pie in the sky which demonstrably pure charismatic without being chaotic evil um (laughs) someone who can really you know get you excited about cycling again could be a man could be a woman could be a, a trained chimpanzee i don't care i'm just looking for that story in pro cycling a 28 year old george
0: clooney Who's as fast as Greg LeMond used to be? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, or the female equivalent thereof. I don't mm-hmm. I'm I I just am looking for that character. Mm-hmm. All right. Number five on my list uh is the right sock Eco Light wool hiking crew sock. Huh. Okay. Curiously specific. But so right sock is a company there's a lot of great sock companies now but right sock makes these double ply socks oh that eliminate all blistering issues that i've ever had Uh uh-huh they wear really well these particular socks are wool the outer ply is wool and the inner ply is polyester oh so for winter riding these socks are warm, comfortable. A lot of people struggle, I think, when they transition from their everyday cycling shoe to their winter cycling shoe. Mm-hmm. The, the two-ply thing just totally eliminates issues. Mm-hmm. I like all of Wright's socks, socks, and even though they're two-ply, I have worn through some pairs uh, just because they're the ones I always pick out of my drawer. <laughs>
0: i've never had any socks like that no
1: (laughs) yes the right sock uh that sounds cool yeah those are available primarily i think through rei uh but i would just say get yourself a pair and understand what's good about them because (laughs) it's real Number six on my list is a hydration product, any hydration product that steps up to the challenge of replacing electrolytes as quickly as I can shed them, which is very, very extremely fast. (coughs) And that's without me having to ingest more than four liters of fluid. Um, I think a lot of these things are formulated for moderate sweaters. And I do understand that in order to get to the level of electrolyte replacement that I'm looking for, it's going to have to taste like a punch in the face. I understand. I'm willing (laughs) just to make it. (laughs) Uh, uh, All right. Yeah. Yeah. You you hear me, Alan Lim? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 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 All right. Next is, uh, this is aspirational as well, a glove that is warm below 20 degrees Fahrenheit and still lets me shift gears. Oh, yeah, that's full science fiction now. Yeah, I've tried a lot of gloves. Uh, They all mostly fail. And I get it. You know, it's hard to create warmth without volume. But we've split the atom now. We have names for various quarks. (laughs) <laughs> um, we know that matter doesn't really exist, that, that everything that appears to be matter is really just a pool of energy, uh, going through, you know, something like a static phase. So look, we, we should have been able to make a warm glove that may, lets me shift gears. Yeah. 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 I hear you. Um, number eight would be a weekend with my Bike riding crew at Kingdom Trails in Vermont, Mm. uh, which just closed for the season, which is and I got the email and that reminded me that I entirely missed the season at Kingdom Trails made me really sad. Um, That area of Vermont, the Northeast Kingdom is beautiful um, and Kingdom Trails really turned it into a compelling summertime destination They did that by bringing together municipal resources with private landowners and Mm -hmm. local businesses in a way I have not seen anywhere else. The scale, the breadth, the the trail system, you know, it has, you know, a beginner could happily spend a week there and an expert could happily spend a week there and. Yeah, I can't say enough about it. I'm irritated with myself that I didn't uh mm. book some time away. I think they do do some fat biking uh stuff once the snow hits the ground. Um so if you're if you're able to get there and that interests you, it's worth it. That if I had a
0: baker's dozen to my list, I would add that. I I've been hearing so many good things about it
1: and I missed New England, so yeah. I'd like to sample that. Mm -hmm. Um, Number nine for me is a cycling parts supply chain that's recently replaced, well lubed and not prone to dropping shifts. Anytime the cycloverse wants to move a little faster than it does now. So these are the consequences where we are now, unfortunately, of our lust for low cost, globally distributed manufacturing solutions. Which are all brilliant when everything is going really well, mm-hmm. but things aren't going very well right now. They say time is money. Well, now mm-hmm. all the money we saved, we're paying back in time because there ain't no parts for <laughs> building no bikes or replacing brake pads or rotors or whatever. So yep, yep. for Christmas this year, I'd love a rethink on that whole uh, uh, goat parade. Mm-hmm. uh number 10 on my list bringing it back is the uh cult crew devotion 26 inch bmx cruiser oh regu- interesting regular paceline uh listeners might remember that i picked bmx cruisers as a thing uh, a few weeks or months ago i forget exactly when it was but this is the kind of bike where it's not a BMX bike. So you don't have to have BMX skills. You're not like wasting you're not like wasting money by buying a BMX bike when you have no tricks and no skills. It's not a mountain bike, so you're not wasting your time trying to shoehorn the wrong bike into the wrong solution. This is just a bike that's you're gonna get on, it's gonna feel like a familiar wheel size, and it's just for fun. It's just a fun bike. Huh. Yeah, I, just for fun.
0: That that has its own inherent appeal, doesn't
1: it? It does. It does. Mm. Uh, this is a bike you're gonna want to jump on, uh, maybe just before making dinner, uh, and just go out and spin around for twenty or thirty minutes. It's a great bike for messing around. Um, yeah. 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 Just messing around. Go go uh, demonstrate to yourself you still don't have any skills, but do it in a fun way. <laughs> That's what I like to do. <laughs> um, number is another aspirational one. I'd love to have a few weeks to climb the three big peaks in Wales, which are yeah. Mount Snowden, Pennyfan, and cater Idris. Uh, those those three are often done in twenty four hours as a twenty four hour challenge. Uh, You kind of have to get after it to do all three. And I'd like to follow that up with then riding the Transcambrian Way, which is a trail that bisects the entire country with inns and pubs all along the way. Wow. (laughs) That's kind of my dream cycling, cycling adventuring trip right now. I would join you on that action. Yes. Yes, right after our Kingdom Trails getaway, we can transfer directly through Manchester uh, Airport, hour and a half south, mm, southwest, and uh, we're, we're in it. Number 11 is an echo of, of something you said, which is a better, faster way to bleed disc brakes. <laughs> disc brakes are so good, they are so good. They're better. They're better mm-hmm. yep. they're not just good, they're better, and they're much better, mm-hmm. but they're not better to set up no and and once you develop uh problems with them and you need to you really need to start over from zero, they're a pain yeah yeah
0: i I can't argue with you in the least about that, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, finally. Last thing on my list, and I chose 13 items, lucky 13 on purpose, but what I'd love is a national bike to work program like the one they have in the UK. Mm-hmm. So in the UK, every taxpayer uh, gets a has access to a cycling stipend, a certain amount of money that you can put down on a bike or bike clothes or anything that's going to facilitate you riding your bike. Wow. And I, yeah. And I think and and that was a reaction there to, you know, just endless traffic problems.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and you can argue with its effectiveness, you know, what did every dollar turn into a mile ridden or a kilometer for that matter? Um, I don't know. But something like that coupled with a public health campaign. That is that could take in um, actual health as well as uh, climate change, addressing climate change. Any sort of thing that uses the bike uh, or promotes the bike as the tool we know it is for solving all of these problems. I would love that. That seems like infrastructure money well spent to me. With with my narrow focus, (laughs) I. I like that one a whole lot. I like I like your whole list. I want to like
0: make my list like 20 items long now by borrowing a bunch of yours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think and I think for people like we we joked about the um the materialism of Christmas a little at the beginning or the 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 selfishness inherent in making a list, but I think Actually, you know, and I say this to my kids every year, like what I want for Christmas is to do an awesome thing mm. mhm-, and you know most of the time for me, that means on a bike, but um, it can be that way. There are products that facilitate that stuff obviously and 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 a lot of the actual uh commercial items here are uh exciting things to to get and have as part of your your arsenal, but it's really all about trying to have more experiences.
0: Yeah. I mean, when someone asks me, when someone who doesn't know much about cycling, asks me, you know, how many bikes do you have? Okay. Why do you have that many? I, the comparison that I really like to use, uh, is drawing some sort of equivalence with, uh, knives, like a, a chef's knife set. Cause like, you know, a good butcher knife that you're using to cut up chicken or whatever, that's no good on a baguette. It's just no good at all on a baguette. Yeah. You got to have a different knife. Uh, and normally when I start, you know, explaining that, you know, well, you, you need one knife for this and one knife for this and one knife for this. People start nodding and going, okay, I get it. And yeah, ultimately, uh, you know I want that knife that allows me to slice up the chicken breast.
1: Yeah, I think you know, what I try to say to people because people and I have fewer bikes now than I had 10 years ago and 20 years ago I've honed it down to, you know, the the good stuff. Uh, there's not a lot of just passengers uh, down there. but um, <laughs> you know, the thing I try to say to people is it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Ride your road bike on a trail. Ride your trail bike on the rally does not matter. Cut the baguette with the with the chef's knife. If that's what you have to do to get outside If you have the means well, yeah. if you have the means and the interest, you know it's very fun to follow all of these cycling threads and and get the stuff to do make the recipes, so to speak. Uh,
0: <laughs> but mm-hmm. but yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'll say that I definitely would not advocate not buying a baguette because you only have a butcher knife. So I'm, I'm with
1: you on that. That is an excellent turnaround on, yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. 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 So
0: well done, sir. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I have to get this done quickly because tomorrow, even before the show airs, I'm on a plane to Memphis Yet again. Yay. (laughs) That's exciting. Uh, And I'm heading off to Bentonville where, (laughs) uh, yeah, I fly to Memphis and then we'll drive five hours to Bentonville (laughs) where I will not do any mountain biking. I'll do a little gravel riding, uh, but I will not do any mountain biking this weekend.
1: (laughs) Because you're going to consume what we here in New England refer to as at.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Going to see some at. Yeah. What, do you think you're better than me? (laughs) Uh, You know, yeah. One of the things about the Crystal Bridges Museum that I think people don't talk about enough, they'll say, oh my gosh, it's a beautiful museum. You know, the architecture's great and everything. But there's a gallery in there of American Impressionism. By and large, the world doesn't know that there were American artists who were Impressionists. And to see a room full of American Impressionism is in short a thing of beauty really it's just incredible
1: that's very cool um how long will you be in bentonville just a couple of days
0: like two and a half days yeah pretty pretty quick turnaround but it'll be
1: fun that's fantastic yeah i'm excited yeah we have coming up uh this weekend the latest sunrise uh that we're gonna get it's even later because of the way daylight savings works it is mm-hmm. the latest one of the year so um how late is it i think it's seven twenty. oh my god that's not first light that's actual sunrise right um right so the fall sunrises have been fantastic i get up early most days uh but we're going to get a crew together this weekend to hike to the top of some tall uh, mountain uh to see the sunrise hmm. that sounds nice yeah. yeah and you won't
0: have to get up at three o'clock in the morning to make it happen that's right <laughs> handy thing oh Alrighty. Well, before we go, I'd like to put in a plug for revolting the podcast that John is producing along with Steve Knievel of all hail the black market. I was just listening to an episode this morning and thoroughly enjoying it. Um, as I've mentioned before, it's not a cycling podcast in the traditional sense, but it's a terrific and meandering. Listen, um, I have previously mentioned we're going to be doing some other podcasts and if all goes according to plan, Our first episode of The Crash will be up this week as well. Uh, Keep those questions coming. You all send us great stuff. Uh, The Christmas list was a suggestion from uh, a listener. If you've got an idea, please drop by the Cycling Independent and put a suggestion in the comments. We hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you have, please leave us a good review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It makes us easier for other listeners to find. Until next week, I'm Patrick Brady. With John Lewis, thanks for listening to The Pace Line.